The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, certainly, where does one start with what's transpiring in that part of the world? <laughs> Joining us now, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, always a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, I guess we can start with all the updates from the pause in judicial reforms, considering what, uh, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, what's transpiring in the Middle East, in, in, the Middle East, in Israel right now. Over to you. What, what is the situation right now? Okay, so shortly after we came off air yesterday, Netanyahu finally addressed the Israeli public. Now, a notification had been released by Itamar Ben-Gavir, the National Security Minister, a couple of hours before that saying that an agreement had been reached to pause the um, overhaul. And uh, a part of the agreement was that a national guard be established under the auspices of his office, which, of course, has raised a lot of concern in Israel, given his clashes with police over the last couple of weeks, and also his history of inflammatory statements, including uh, telling the police they weren't using harsh enough force against anti-overhaul protesters. So about... Seven to eight hours after he was initially scheduled to speak, Netanyahu finally addressed the Israeli public. Uh, again, a, a lot of um, criticism has been leveled at his speech. And, and what is interesting, and I'll discuss in a minute, are the polls that were conducted straight after. So in his mm-hmm. speech, uh, you know, he spoke about not wanting to be Solomon and having to um, divide the people, but then he launched straight into um, an attack on, uh, he, he said, on, on, the, on the media who, who was uh, stirring, on uh, pr- uh, groups within the protesters uh, who are stirring, uh, IDF reservists uh, who are um, uh, striking. And that kind of language Israelis see is very, very unhelpful. Um, he had an opportunity last night to leave that kind of rhetoric behind and just focus on the, the pause and how we get unity back on track. To his credit, he did end off his speech by saying, you know, we'll celebrate uh, Passover together, we'll mourn on uh, Memorial Day together, and we'll celebrate the 75th year of Israel's independence together. But the general consensus across Israel, and again, I have to stress this apparently, I'm a reporter, I report the mood in Israel. This is not a personal agenda that I'm pushing. My personal views are absolutely irrelevant. Um, this is the feeling amongst Israelis that uh, right now we are in a very delicate and precarious position uh, in Israel's history and any inflammatory language from either side is extremely unhelpful. We have to focus now on getting unity back. Shortly after he spoke, the leader of the National Unity Party, Benny Gantz, uh, expressed um, his uh, gratitude and uh, uh, his hope uh, and, and also um, thanked Netanyahu for pausing the overhauls. Mm-hmm. The same sentiment was expressed by the leader of, of the opposition, Yeshatid Chairperson uh, Yael Apid, and President Herzog, who immediately said, I invite the Prime Minister, right. Benny Gantz, Yael Apid, to my residence to start negotiations. Now, as we speak, 
Um, there are preparations. There will be a meeting tonight between the president and Benny Gantz and um, the leader of the opposition, Yair Lapid. Mm-hmm. And then a little later, there will be a meeting with the negotiation team from Netanyahu's Likud faction. Good news is the Histadrut after that declared the general strike over and Israel's airspace is open again. Rolene, despite this uh, halt in uh, well, this uh, judicial reform process, uh, there has been uh, reports uh, on the ground about, uh, all right, so now they've halted the process. Uh, there will be dis- a decision forthcoming on this in weeks to come. In the meantime, there are hints at uh, some kind of uh, some forms of demonstration still continuing. Is, is, that, is that really going on? Yes, that is going on. You know, while there have been elements within the uh, anti-overhaul camp, like the IDF reservists who say that as long as the judicial overhaul is is paused, they will pause their protest, there are still men in the protest camp who will still uh, be going ahead with protests. The protests have been peaceful, and, and, and the message that they intend on communicating is, uh, you know, until we see an end to uh, this proposed mm-hmm. uh, reform, we are going to continue to protest. Now, having said that, the general consensus amongst uh, Israelis uh, who have been polled where they stand, the, the vast majority of Israelis are against these overhauls. However, many understand that when it comes to issues like the selection of judges, they do need to be uh, reformers because they're not diverse enough. But right. when it comes to issues like the override clause, mm-hmm. uh, if the negotiation teams can manage to drop that, a sentiment expressed by the Kohelet Foundation, who incidentally drafted a lot of these overhauls, if that uh, very, very controversial override clause is dropped, mm-hmm. it will be seen as a very, very positive step forward. So I hope that when all parties start meeting with the mm-hmm. president tonight who presented his ideas and said, you know, he understands that uh, there has been pushback from both sides. He says, but at least here is my starting point for negotiations exactly. uh, and we can start to move forward from there. What is fascinating is um, looking at the polls, should Israel go to elections tomorrow? Now, polls were carried out by Khan, uh, the national broadcaster, as well as Channel 12. These are stations independent of each other. And uh, what was quite interesting to see is who's gained more support and who's lost support. So right. should we go to elections tomorrow, the um, Likud, as well as the rest of the coalition partners, see a marked decline in, um, in, in, uh, the, in results. In fact, they wouldn't make the majority needed to form a coalition. There's been a slight decline for Yesh Atid, but um, the big winner here is Benny Gantz. Uh, many seeing Benny Gantz as the statesman that um, that has emerged from this crisis. 
keeping a, a, a level head, trying to sure. balance between Netanyahu uh, moving forward and Yair Lapid that many have seen as extremely stubborn for his reluctance to come to the table uh, until the legislation is halted. So uh, if we're to go to elections tomorrow, the clear mm-hmm. winner looks to be Benny Gantz. Well, uh, one would hope that at this stage, uh, Rolene, uh, balance, common ground and, uh, shall we say, common sense needed now. Certainly it's paramount in uh, the way forward for negotiations going forward regarding this judicial reform process. So we let's put that aside for now and look at uh, other things which uh, we wanted to discuss this afternoon. Netanyahu to be invited to the White House. Well, as you've emphasized, you've been very clear, the United States is the main ally. There have been eyebrows raised at what's going on uh, right now in Israel. But uh, at the same time, Netanyahu will be invited to the White House. What is the latest on that, uh, on that status? Well, the United States and the United Kingdom, uh, both as soon as the pause on overhaul was announced, mm-hmm. both um, made statements saying that, you know, they're glad that this has happened. And also, uh, maybe they heard you, Michael, appeal <laughs> for cool heads to to prevail. Indeed. But uh, this morning, speaking to Galeit Sahal, which is Army Radio, radio station here in Israel, the U.S. ambassador to Israel, Thomas Knight, said that... Uh, we can expect an invitation to Prime Minister Netanyahu to visit the White House that should go out after Passover. And uh, because at, at the moment, this is the longest break between a, a newly elected or re-elected Prime Minister, right. uh, Prime mm-hmm. Minister taking office, has taken to visit the White House, a real cause for concern. However, now that the proposed overhauls have been paused, this is seen as a positive sign by the United States who will issue that invitation. And good news for Israelis, the shekel has gained against the dollar. Oh, these good news coming out of all that turmoil happening at the moment, really. And we just have enough time for you to just uh, squeeze in, just uh, chat on something I picked up on earlier on, which I actually discussed with you about legislation being pushed by the United Torah Judaism Party, allowing hospitals to ban leave foods during the holiday but stops short of allowing guards to search bags to enforce the policy. Give us a bit more information on that. Very quickly. we just got a minute. Well, this, <laughs> this has been a very, very controversial uh, bill. It's called the Hametz Law. Uh, and basically this has been put forward so that hospitals during the Pesach season don't have uh, bread, uh, uh, pasta, leavened goods because of the uh, religious observances. And uh, the, the bill has been passed. It has been deemed quite controversial because there should be the separation of of uh, sort of church and and, and state, uh, but it has been softened. The initial draft, including allowing police or security at hospitals to search people for comments as they entered. So now, uh, what will happen is uh, hospitals will put up signage saying, you know, uh, please don't bring comments into the hospital. Indeed, Rolene. Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Always a pleasure chatting to you, Rolene. Uh, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, giving us and to give us a lowdown on what's happening in Israel right now. Rolene Marks, Israeli correspondent. Uh,